Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hoop. Good day to you as well, Craig. You're all listening to The One Podcast. Blandy, sound the fucking alarms. Sound, sound them, Blandy. I will, I will do it right now. Fuck! Jesus Christ! Can you lower that shit? This is an emergency. This is an emergency podcast. An emergency, guys. Was that one too loud? We just learned 12 days ago that RJ Barrett (laughs) and Emmanuel Quickly were traded for OG Ananobi. Everybody knows the fucking news by now. So, what's the point? Should we do an emergency podcast? Well, at this point, it's not. I think it's too late. It's not an emergency podcast. Blandy told us that you said to us that if we don't do a podcast, an emergency podcast, we might as well not have a podcast. I didn't say- So this is the fucking emergency podcast. I said if we don't do a podcast to talk about the trade, then what's the point of the podcast at all? That's what Well, of course we're going to do a podcast to talk about the trade at some point. (laughs) At some point. Yeah, why are we going to let that dictate our schedule? Right. We're going to do the podcast, we do the podcast, and then we'll talk about the stuff that we need to catch up on. Good idea. <laughs> How often do the Knicks make a trade like that? Not very often. Not often. So there I am, fucking driving upstate New York for a big day with the family. I guess normally before this season, I would be on Twitter 24-7, waiting for moments like this. Then on this, of course, it's on this day where I don't have access to anything. Driving upstate... And I get messages from you guys that the Knicks just pulled off the fucking most shocking trade we've made since KP was dealt. How many years ago was right. KP dealt? Was it 18? 2018? 18 years? 2018. <laughs> so what is that? Five, Five years? years? Something like that. I mean, he's been on Holy two shit. other teams since then, so. All right, we're going to get into it, but let's just get this bet online ad out of the way. So we can talk about it. I don't know if anyone wants to hear us talk about it, but Blandy said if we don't talk about it, we might as well never come back. It's true. Now, it's not betonline.og. Should be. It should be. It's betonline. What is it? What is it? Betonline.ag. AG, right. Football is back, Guys with- boys. Football is back. <laughs> what does AG stand for? Antigua. Yeah. Okay. Not I said American, I have confidence, but I was not American no, I gambling. Kind of guessing. It's, it's anyway, American right? gambling, no? No, it's it's offshore. No, this is gambling offshore, right? Antigua. Yeah. Well, everyone should they support They are the OGs Antigua. of online sports books. The AGs. There you go. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-second odds, news, and scores. 
With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember, use promo code BLEAV to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, you know, I still get my, um, I get Shams notifications and Woj notifications. So that's how I learned about the trade. And usually when I get a Shams notification, never involving the Knicks. And there it was. OG Ananobi is in trade talks with the New York Knicks, or however you phrased it. That was the first thing that came out before we learned who the Knicks players were going to be. But wasn't there a report, not a report, people posting on Twitter days in advance the exact deal? Were there? If they did, I didn't, I didn't see I it. I saw, I saw some. That actually had all the exact players, not really? not the not the three from Toronto, right? But OG for Barrett quickly and some picks. Huh. But you kind of I also read reports leading up to that day that there's no way that 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 trade could never happen because of the lawsuit going on between the Knicks and the there Raptors. There was a lot of that. Yes, that, that that they wouldn't be willing to do a deal together. And then suddenly, I don't know, someone who I was not ready to see dealt, R.J. Barrett, no, I'm kidding, Emmanuel That's quickly got traded. And it's funny coming right off of our last episode where Barry was done with him. The last two episodes, I said I was ready to trade Barrett off this team. So Barry, what was your feeling when this trade went through? Shock? Joy? Uh, shock. I mean, we look, we're losing two key guys from a rotation, one being a starter and, you know, the, the high lottery pick that he wasn't Barrett. And the other being uh, one of my favorite players of the Knicks, if not my favorite, Emmanuel Quickly. But, you know, within like an hour after like, you know, thinking about it, I felt good about it. I love Emmanuel Quickly. Obviously, I don't want to see him go. But I think it's better for this team. We, you know, we have too many guards. Like I said, R.J. Barrett, I want it out of here, and O.G. is a, a, a clear, mighty upgrade from R.J. Barrett and everything that he Are brings. You sure. Hold on. This is your this was your mindset before you saw him play with us. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then you know, again, if it meant losing quickly to get that done, I think ultimately it's it's going to make this team better. As much as I love IQ. But I think this is definitely better for this team. So Jay, before I hear you, okay. I'm I'm on my way upstate. We're going to pick we're going to look at a dog. And to be totally honest, I had a list of names for the dog, and driving up there, I'm throwing them out there to my kids. See what they like. And on that list, amongst to be honest, several Knicks. <laughs> What's RJ and or Barrett? Hmm. And then, so we're driving up and I see that news and I was fucking shocked. I couldn't really process it for a while. I just saw the news that you guys sent and I just couldn't believe that. I mostly couldn't believe that we dealt quickly. RJ Barrett, he's the first Knicks jersey I've bought since I bought a U, not since I had a Ewing jersey as a kid. 
but he has played so bad in that contract. We know what that contract is. But just seeing quickly dealt, knowing how like a week or two ago, Barry, we were arguing about whether he should start or not. And you were like, no, I don't want him to start because I don't want to lose that production off the bench. And suddenly we don't gone. even fucking have him anymore. And they are both gone, which is just crazy. Um, and Emmanuel quickly, he has that work ethic and that enthusiasm and he seems to take the game so seriously. I was convinced that we were going to re-sign him after the offseason, that we were going to let the market dictate. But you're hearing reports that the Knicks have other guys on the roster that they wanted to prioritize re-signing. And you know you always have to give up something good to get something good. You know, you're never going to feel like you you won, won the trade big because there's two sides to the deal and the other team wants to feel like they're getting something. And obviously it was quickly for them in this deal. Um, and it was OG for us. But the Raptors also thought, I mean, they were also excited to get RJ. Right. I mean, were they excited to, to get RJ because of the of the of the basketball player he is and he's going to be or was it more like wow we just watched this guy kick ass for our country on the canadian team he's from here um you know he's a good all-around player i think quickly is more of a get for them quickly is the prize yeah Yeah. definitely like i I mean we've talked about it and you know this is rj's fifth year i think we know what rj is going to be and I, i think he's reached it quickly hasn't scratched the surface you know, especially now getting a starting role in the minutes he's going to get, there's still room for him to grow and to thrive. I mean, he's he's the he's the he's the prize you know what pick. It, you know what it kind of is, but don't but but hold on, don't forget though that RJ is the only one that's locked in for a while. Mm-hmm. Quickly might be the prize pick, but he could. I mean, if another team signs him to a lucrative deal and they can't, that's they don't right. I'm match. sure that like, look, that that played a part. You know, in the Knicks dealing him in this deal. You know, there were no guarantees, you know, for for them that he was going to be a Nick next year anyway. I see quickly very much as like um, like a guy that he played alongside at Kentucky, and that's Tyrese Maxey. And look at what Maxey has done with all that extra minute, all, all those extra minutes and all that extra playing time in Philadelphia. And I think that quickly well, he, could yeah, end up having the same kind of – impact for Toronto. Yeah, it was pretty instant for Maxi once, you know, once he had all that breathing room. But that being I mean, this said, is the best thing never happened. This is the best thing never happened for quickly. Yes, more than like, I mean for his career and for making money, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, they're going to let him although the ball is really going to run through Scotty Barnes, which I don't necessarily get, but I mean, quickly is going to have the opportunity to basically to, you know, run that offense a lot of the time. He's going to be tw- playing twice as much as he would play here. I'm sure it's going to be well, not well, over, it's going to be definitely over 20 points a game that he's scoring for them, without a doubt. Two games in, he's already had a, what, a 26-point game in the second game? It's their starting point guard. I mean, listen, they, starting they still two have guard. Barnes and Siakam, but yeah, he's going he's gonna to put up points for them. There's no doubt. He was putting up 15 points a game for us in like fucking 16 minutes, you know? What's he going to do in 30 plus minutes a game over there? But let's switch it back to us because who the fuck cares about Toronto? That's right. Blandy, how were you feeling when the trade went through? Um, 
listen, it's tough to lose quickly. But I think overall, Ananobi is a much better defender than RJ. He shoots better from two. He shoots better from three. He's especially good shooting from three from the corner, which is exactly what we needed. He can guard one through five. I mean, if you watch the Minnesota game, there were times where he was guarding Edwards. There were times where he was guarding, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. Like, he can guard basically anybody. And then, you know, I think another underrated part of this is we didn't have a power forward to back up Julius. And now we've got Precious, although he has been playing a little bit of center also in the two games because of, you know, Mitch being out. But we needed another big body, and we got a guy who's 6'9". He's only, what, 24 years old, I think? That's it. Malachi Flynn, whatever. I, I Take it or leave it. It doesn't matter to me. But I think Precious Achiwa's, you know, it's underrated and just that he's another big body. For, you know, we don't need to have Josh Hart going up against bigs in the second unit. So I, I think overall, I think they made they made themselves – better there's just a lot of you, you go on twitter and it's just it's just so stupid all these people it's like you know you show a clip of like rj dunking the ball in a toronto game and everybody's like well you're gonna regret that all right the big fucking deal we know what he is you know i think we came out on top in this deal i mean already in two games the defensive plays you've seen from yeah. OG, the cutting, the dunks. He's got a massive the... wingspan, right? I mean, I mean he, he, yes, doesn't, he, he doesn't demand the ball. No. He doesn't look to score. So no. when he's out there with Randall and Brunson, you know, he doesn't feel like he needs to get his in that sense. He's going to park himself um, in the corner and he's going to hit some threes. Well, he's moving around a lot too, but... But like when he's when he has been cutting and he has gotten the ball for these feeds down low and he seems dunks. so effortless when he dunks yeah. it in. Like when he does that, I'm like, oh my god! When R if RJ got that pass, God Dude, knows what would happen. You know, you know what Ananobi <laughs> looks like compared to RJ. He looks like if somebody was watching RJ Barrett, but you're holding down the fast forward button on RJ Barrett because RJ is so fucking slow. But he's so OG. OG is so like smooth inside when he gets the ball. Yeah, smooth <laughs> you know? and quick. And he's just as <laughs> young. RJ, RJ would just like barrel over you, or fucking chuck it off the backboard, or he'll get the ball at the elbow, but then he'll dribble back out like fifteen feet and kind of assess the situation before he wants to drive back in. OG seems like this. I mean, he really is a, like a perfect fit. He's a Tibbs. He seems so calm. He seems so calm and. But when, dude, the, when there's a loose ball, has, like, I'm putting my money on fucking OG to get that loose yeah, ball. And our defense has dipped down the last two seasons, right? And now you've got a fucking all-defensive team guy that's going to get a shit ton of minutes here. And, you know, and like, like Blandy was just saying, that you could stick on anybody, stick on the other team's right. best and player. And with Mitch out for more than likely the season, I mean, you know, we needed something like this. Does it hurt our scoring off the bench? Like in the immediate? Yes. Do other players have to step up now? Yeah, they're going to have to. And you can see the coaching staff has already kind of taken that into account. Now Randall, instead of being the last guy out off the floor, he's been, at least in these two games, he's been the first guy out, you know, subbed out. So he can get back in sooner with that second now, unit. Now, th that second you know, unit with scoring. Randall did not play so great in the game the other night. It was it was not very impressive. Mm. But, I mean, I, so I do think this is one like the first of hopefully two moves. Yeah, 
right? Lots of rumors about Dejounte or 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 Donovan somehow filling that two guard spot. And I know Dante's been playing great at the two, but if we can get him back to the bench, then we've got some of that bench scoring back. Dude, what, so here's what I was thinking after the trade. After I thought about it for a while, you know, we had those recent games against OKC where we were kind of salivating by the yeah. about their young talent. It's the last show we were talking about it. And, and then Orlando is a young, talented team, and then they beat us. And I'm thinking about our team, and we're sort of playing both sides of the fence, right? Like we've got Brunson and Randall, and we're trying to win now, sort of. But we know we're not good enough to win now. And then we've got young guys. Before this year, we had more young guys, but we still got Quickly and RJ and Grimes, and we want to hold on to them because we like the idea of being a young team, you know. But we're but we're not we're not not better than the young teams in the league, and we're not better than the win now teams. So we're just forever stuck in the middle, unless the Knicks fucking finally make a decision and use some of these young assets, use some of their draft picks, and just. You know, Jalen Brunson's in his prime. Randall's in his prime. OG is in his prime. Like you have to make a decision at some point. Are you going to play for now? Or are you going to, or do you want to play when RJ's in his prime and when Quickly's in in their prime? You can't have it That's what I like about this. You're getting a guy like OG that, okay, you're done there. You fill that spot. You're, You're keeping him. He's good. You know, Randall, you're good. Brunson, you're good. So you're locking up these spots. Again, with RJ and Quickly, like you were saying, you know, where we don't know what we have there. I'm okay disposing them since, yes, this is a team that needs to be on the fast track to contend. And again, the, the deal that we're looking to happen next, we may get disappointed. It might not happen this season if it's not there. Yeah, well, who was Maybe it? it'll be over the but summer it, it for next season. Talking but this about is over the, the, most... the offseason. Right. Yeah, but this is like what we're hoping to happen. You just said Randall, check, right? Yep. OG, check. check. OG, Brunson check. check. Honestly, center check. Mitch Even is out. Hart, but Hartenstein, Robinson. I mean, that here. tandem center, especially with Hartenstein, the way he's right. been playing. That check. tandem, which everyone's fucking healthy, check. And we got one more position. And if you put a semi-star player in there, any of these guys we've mentioned, like that's a fucking really good team. Now, I, I, can, I would be so excited about DeJounte Murray and his defense with OG and his defense. And Mitch, when he comes back next year, like you have three of five guys who are fucking long and great. I was defense. just talking to Barry though earlier today. We only signed Hartenstein to a two-year deal, correct? That's supposedly one of the guys they want to prioritize resigning. Yeah, because this is year two of it. I think it was two years, sixteen million. So yeah, they're gonna have to like they're gonna have to pony up probably a little bit more cash to to keep them i mean i don't know about like restricted versus unrestricted or any of that kind of stuff but i'm pretty sure this is the final year of his deal so it would not shock me if they make a decision now some reports came out today that the knicks i honestly don't want carl anthony towns i'd rather just have randall but that that the knicks want to pair mitch with cat and they wouldn't include mitch in a trade for him well, I don't even know if I, I honestly don't even know if I believe that because Harton, yeah, I don't know if I even believe that report though, because I wouldn't be shocked if the Knicks decide one day to just choose Hartenstein over Mitch, given the injury issues, if they ever had a chance to move Mitch. Hartenstein has been playing unbelievably better than I thought he could play. We knew the good stuff that he did, 
Right. Like, um, you know, the hustle and the passing and, you know, being a part of the offense here and there. But he was never a shot blocker. Oh, five like this. Guy, right? Six. Dude, the game before that, that, the first block he had on Rudy Gobert was the fucking, one of the greatest blocks I've seen in my life. Most guys now, when they shy away from getting posterized and they don't want to end up on somebody else's highlight reel, they just let the guy have the dunk. He always goes for the block. He blocked Gobert three fucking times, and then he follows it up the next game with five blocks. This is a new fucking empowered Isaiah Hartenstein that we're watching right now. That big dummy has come a long way, Barry. (laughs) He sure has. He's my big dummy. I do want to. Every I, team needs a big dummy. All right. What, what, I want to point what yeah, that guy was that saying. That did not oh age well. I wanted to point something out because you know this is something that we've joked about quite a bit on this show about how with, when it comes to draft time, how the Knicks will you know drop from like seventeen to twenty two, and then they'll send that twenty two to for next year's to, that the second round pick that they get, that they sent to Toronto in the deal was the one that they got from the Clippers a few years ago when they dropped from 21 to 25 to get Grimes. So all of that moving around, which we've made fun of, because you sit there all night on draft night trying to figure out who they're going to take, and all they ever do is go down further and further for future picks. One of those picks ended up coming in handy. you know. And to be able to get Ananobi for two players and a, and a second-round pick, and we didn't have to part with any of those first-round picks, it's, you know... That's, that's I thought a big deal. we didn't give. I thought the pick that we gave them in this Toronto trade was the Detroit's pick this year. No, I think it was that the, we own. I think it was the one which is going to be the first pick of the second round. That's not. I think true. it was the one we got from the Clippers when we traded down for Grimes. I know it is the Detroit pick, but I don't know how we got it. Let's right. see. Yeah, it's the Detroit pick, which is oh, sorry. almost like a, a first round pick because it's going to be the first. It's going to be a round. great second round pick. Yeah. Are we really talking about second round picks? No, I'm just Lady. saying it's just funny he, that after all that joking around, yeah, we, I'm sure no. we would have we could Still find a second it. round Still pick it, to though. make the deal. Um, Still worth it, Blandy. Let's play some voicemails. Let's hear from everyone because people did start calling in after this deal. And Ralph, by the way, when we do get to the Ralph voicemail, he did not do what we asked him to do. So, and I, and, I, fine, and my bad, I didn't reach out to him this past week. You didn't, okay. real nice, Barry. Ralph, actually, when we do get to Ralph, just to give you a heads up, he he calls after a Knicks win, but then he fails to hang up the phone, and then so we've got three minutes of just Ralph being Ralph around the house, which is up to us if we want to listen to and decipher. I left it in there because sometimes I, I, I enjoy when people call me just in my personal life and forget to hang up. And then you get to listen to them, <laughs> um, just like in the car talking to their to their wife or their husband or whatever. Um, right. So that's what Ralph did, talking about chicken and stuff. So <laughs> if we want to get to that later, we will. Um, Blandy, play the voicemails. Okay, so let's go to number one here. Okay, okay. My first reaction, fuck! My second reaction, fuck! My third reaction, I was kind of feeling okay because I understand that RJ has been playing his way out of New York the last 10 games. Honestly, his IQ has been awful lately. He doesn't pass the ball. He just takes shots. He looks away from open teammates. His contract is terrible. We can't get rid of Evans' contract for some reason, so we got to get rid of RJ's. It's a bad move now, but in the long run, it's good. 
it hurts to lose IQ, but obviously we're, we weren't going to pay him. Obviously we weren't, we weren't going to pay this guy in the summer. I mean, I'm kind of getting emotional just thinking about it, man. IQ, spark off the bench. Really fun to have a player like that on your team. Really sad to see him go. But, um, yeah, we have a problem at backup point guard. Anyway, want to hear what you guys think. Hard next life. Well, you we just haven't heard touched what on we that thought. yet. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't touched the fact that, you know, the backup point guard now is either Deuce McBride or Malachi Flynn. It's a it's an awful or situation. Or Dante here and there, which you're not going to see because he's, you know, getting his like minutes. Clear, as a, they you know, clearly have a little a bit of of uh, confidence in McBride considering they just gave him that deal. Right. You know? I don't know that we should, and I don't know why we gave him that deal. It's so <laughs> It's so strange the timing i mean i oh, understand listen, the timing it's a drop in the right bucket. after this Although, trade look, that money is yeah, but, no. but he's not part of the fucking future deuce mcbride so don't fucking pay right. him just let him look, walk look. at some point you'll try someone else he is not part of the future blandy you can just see it in the, when he plays it's it's like it's, true, it's almost but... devastating seeing him come in and play <laughs> and brick his shots coming off Dude, of quickly first of all he's knocking down shots here and there here and there he's yeah. taking charges for the sure. team he hustles his ass off, you know? So Yeah, but he's not. Come on. I understand that, but at least he's fucking, you know, he's, he's 11, plays 30, bigger than he he's is. He's an 11th or 12th man. To he's not going to get, he's not a rotation yeah, well, he's player. only, you know, it's a $13 million deal. It's not like they gave him, you know, $50 million. It's, it's, it's pennies. He's getting more, I, I, I don't get it, honestly. I don't get it. I feel like the, t- the Knicks timings are weird sometimes. How they did that right after this trade, when the Knicks didn't get Donovan Mitchell, r- right away they announced the RJ extension. And part of you was wondering if they even wanted to do it or just felt like they had to do it after they didn't get Donovan Mitchell. By the way, was that Hote to pay? Didn't sound uh, like it to me. That's a good question. I didn't say. It didn't, he didn't say, and he had probably a different kind of energy than he normally does. Well, you got to say who you are if you want us to know. So none of these other ones are from him, Craig? I don't, I can't recall. All right. Just because we got that little clip that he had mentioned last time. And so I wanted to to play it for him. But all right, we'll go to voicemail (laughs) number two here. Hey, this is Max from Rhode Island. This is a first time caller, a long time listener. And uh, I'm calling right after the uh, OG Ananobi blockbuster trade. Barry, you talked into his existence. You wanted him off the fucking team. RJ Barrett's gone now. Let's uh, let's see what we do here, boys. Because uh, I don't know. I, this could be a real good trade, but with the contract over this year, I don't know. The, the, this could uh, this could stink of uh, of regret. Let's see though, and uh, let's see the rest of the season, boys. Let's go next. Now. So when can, do you guys know when the Knicks can offer an extension? Do you think they will? Yes. Or we have. You saw who one of his representatives are, right? Right. His, Leon's son. It's Leon's son. son. I mean, one yeah. of his agents is Leon's son. I I think that, you know, this trade was probably made with somewhat of a, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a full guarantee, but somewhat of a handshake deal that he was willing to to sign a contract and stay here. Now he wants a lot of money, right? Is that what you heard? 
I mean, what's what's the max that he can get? Remember, I mean, there's only a certain amount he can get. Is it more than what RJ got? Because if we were willing to give RJ that money, then why wouldn't we be willing to give OG that money? I thought OG was looking for like forty to fifty million a year. No, like get out of here! How can that be? What what is he? Okay, he. Yeah, they're hoping he gets something in the ballpark of forty million annually. Get at it! What? Yeah, that's what he's hoping for. Came out five days ago on Hoop Site. That's Ananobi held meetings with several. Oh Jesus Christ! With several agencies this past off season, we decided to leave Clutch Sports, telling potential representation. He won a larger wow. offensive role in Toronto, and that's a lot. A of salary money. figure in the ballpark of forty million dollars annually. League sources told Yahoo Sports. I mean, listen. They're so we'll see. I mean, they're going to have to make a decision based off of not a lot of time. If they want to pay him something like that. I think they'll pony it up. I don't think they'll they'd be willing to let him walk because the, the fan base would be apoplectic if they just let him walk. And what's good about him, even though I think we all want to keep him, but obviously he's only played a couple games with us, um, is that even if they do sign him to that, that's a better chip if they ever needed one than RJ, right? Who is probably next to Not only a better chip, but it's somebody that's valuable to your team. You know, especially if you want to contend, you need a guy like that on your team if you're going to be a championship contender. He's a guy you want to keep. You know, yeah, yeah, even if he's not going to put... $50 $50 million a year numbers up in the stat sheet. That's insane. He's a guy that can ultimately get you wins through his defense and, you know, his three-point shooting. Watching the watching the Bulls game, I know the Bulls suck, but in that fourth quarter when we kind of dominated and took over the game, watching him and Hart play at the same time, like we really just locked down defensively and it was a lot of fun to watch. It was a lot of fun. You feel like a fast break opportunity can pop up at any moment yeah just both of them being able to to trade who who they were defending and i don't know it, it was impressive he's i i am looking forward to him guarding some of these guys like tatum these wings that we could never really guard properly and how much of a difference that might make blandy who do we got next this looks like ralph Dude, what the nope. immersion? What the what the fuck happened today, man? Barrett and quickly gone. Barrett, we do really got to talk about that. He's up and down. Everybody feels the same way. Quickly, you know, I mean, we were gonna probably lose him anyway because you can't pay your backup fucking point guard that much money, and he deserves to have a starting spot, and he deserves to. So good for him. Good for Barrett for. Being back in Toronto, you know, being home, you know, good for him. I don't know what we're getting in OG and Nobi enough. I haven't watched enough Raptors ball to know exactly, but I mean, you know, led the league in steals, uh, you know, second all defensive team. Sounds like a fucking Tibbs guy, uh, you know, uh, doesn't need the ball, you know, which, and doesn't need the score. 
You know, he's going to be a role. A, 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 he's a great. I mean, he's a fucking role player. It's a really good one, though. But I mean, um, so I think that's cool. Malachi Flynn or whatever. <laughs> Malachi Flynn. <laughs> no, that was the Malachi Crunch from Happy Days. He, I don't know. Malachi. This guy's fucking. You know, he's not going to get any minutes, man. Let's, I don't think he's. I don't see him cracking the rotation yet. Um, no. And Precious. Uh, I, again, I'm not, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna. I mean, I think he'll. He, he's probably as good as Jericho Sims, right? I don't. I don't know. But what I don't get is what everybody's talking about. Is that what really this trade really does? Is that this trade clears out space for Quentin Grimes to get a lot more fucking minutes? I feel like I'm listening to this. I'm. I'm just like probably all of us are listening to everybody talk about it and be like, oh, and in the, in, in the internet, don't look at the fucking comments of you. Michigan, you know, so many fucking ignorant Knicks fans, or I don't even think they're really Knicks fans, but they're like, this church sucks. They don't even fucking, you can tell that, you can tell by listening, reading their shit that they don't fucking watch basketball, like they don't know the team, they don't really understand any of it, because they just say dumb shit, like, oh, the quarter's guy scores, but But I mean, um, I think that nobody's talking about how this is going to free up, there's two guards are out of the way of Quentin Grimes. So I think there's something to be said for the fact that this is an investment in Grimes as much as anything else. This is a move forward for Grimes. You know, he's been bitching and, like, you know, so let's see what you can do then. Let's maybe we can get – would you be shocked if Grimes started scoring kind of almost nearly as much as R.J. Barrett does with the same minutes? Because I wouldn't. You know, I think his points – you know – I mean, we're more looking for him to replace Quickly's points, but, you know, I, I, I don't see him being as, quite a spark plug like Quickly. But All right, pause it, Blandy. Blandy, yeah, Blandy, do, do, Blandy, do you have in your arsenal, you, you know what Blandison needs in his arsenal over there with his audio clips? He needs, like, um, I know these are voicemails, but you need, like, orchestral music, like when you got to play somebody play off. Play someone off, yeah. yeah. Right when he starts talking about Grimes. Honestly, it's a good point, Mer, oh, Jim. I don't know how much he had left in that voicemail. 42 Not sure seconds. we can take anymore. Bus for a lot of time. Yeah. But he does make a good point with Quentin Grimes. Kind of like a forgotten man down there at the end of the bench. He was starting just a few weeks ago. It will be interesting to see what he does with with more playing time. Right? Maybe he won't get the hook so fast when he's in there. And by the way, guys, watching these two games with Ananobi so far, we haven't talked about this yet, but isn't it interesting that Jalen Brunson had his two highest assist games all season, at least. I don't know. I can't recall last season. But 27 assists over the last two games. Is that just a coincidence? Or are people right when they're saying that that not having RJ in there and having OG has cleared the room up for Jalen and Julius to do things they couldn't do before? It's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, I mean for games. me, it's hard to say. I can't say if it's related or not. You know, but it's an incredible number for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, sure is. Especially when you it's consider like his, him. his assist numbers have been down this year as he's been scoring more. He's fewer assists than 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 last year. But yeah, that is a, a big. It is a big number for him. It but, makes you like sure. honestly like I think it's bless you. It feels crazy to say that it it really is related, but I can't imagine it's a coincidence. Can't. All right. By the way, Barry has COVID, everyone should know. So 
Thank you, Barry, for prioritizing this podcast. That's right. Of course. Ba- Barry, is this the third time that you've had COVID? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think it's the third is that, is that, Are you saying that because third. it's a lot? Or yeah, I, I, th- I think it's your third time. I'm pretty sure it's your third. Um... I don't know, dude, to be honest. And Craig, Barry was know. over there sneezing. It looked like he's struggling for a little bit, so I just wanted to make, say that. Barry, by the way, it. is not. COVID has not stopped Barry from drinking old fashions while we're doing the show. <laughs> so weird. so yeah, how many old so fashions, shocked. how many double because old fashions? Because you shouldn't be drinking alcohol just one. sick. No, one, one glass of whiskey before bed is good when you have a cold or something. It's, I don't know. Yeah, when I had COVID like that? a week or two ago, I had the chills and I couldn't even get out of bed. So, Well, I didn't. I haven't had fever or anything like that. It's okay. just like a bad cold. Runny nose, itchy nose, sneezing, cough, uh-huh. all that shit. And uh, yeah, yesterday was like day one. Today is day two. It was a little better. So, Wait, this is just anyway. day two. Wow. All right, Blandy. Right, <laughs> I thought you were on like day four or five. Next one. What is up, fellas? It's Hotepe. It Hotepe. is the end of this Minnesota awesome, game, and holy shit! Uh, just, just do play what Hotepe wanted now. Just okay. get it out. Of yeah, the last week we he, he had a request to find Clyde Frazier uh, attempting to say mangling Tabo Cephalosa. Yeah, it took Blandy nine days to locate this. <laughs> Didn't take me nine. But we days. finally for found you, it. for you, Hotepe. For you, Hotepe. I mean, Hot- Blandy's been at it, at his keyboard and his laptop. That's right. Nothing for over for a week it. now. Here we go. For this, who's two- updating us every day? Said still can't find for it. And two today, seconds. He struck gold. Here we go. Sasha Safaloso. Sasha Safaloso. There you go. <laughs> I hope that was worth it. Not to pay. Sasha Safalosho, great player. Has where is Clyde? <laughs> well, he's, the he, fuck is that motherfucker? What do you mean? He's pulling he's back. In the, he's uh, the he's islands. pushing eighty. He's, he's probably at the know, islands. He's taking time off. Where's he? Where's he from again? I'm sorry, I should know where the fuck he's from. It's from uh, what island is he from? I forget. I don't know. That he always did, travels did, back to. Did you um? Did you hear that he might not come back? Again, because of the OG trade. What? No, because he cannot. He does not want to say that name. Did you say what island was he born on? The the island of Atlanta, OG, Georgia. Oba Bobby. <laughs> he, was, he was born on the island he, of Atlanta, no, Georgia, he, Barry. No, no, no. He's got family somewhere, and he goes there <laughs> that, all the fucking time. That's fine, time. but he was born on the I island. Know, I don't think it's the he, Cayman Islands. He was Islands. born it's on the, the island of Atlanta, some... Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Come on. So, all right, let me keep going here with Hotepe. All right, he's a homeowner on St. Saint Croix. Saint Croix. Oh, there you go. All right. There you go, St. Croix. All right. By way of Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Frazier sur- I'm reading this. I'm reading this on Google. Frazier survived Hurricane Hugo's wrath in September 1989 while huddled in his five by eight foot bathroom. As he listened to the howling wind mm. tears home apart. Wow. Oh, wow. That is so he's. That's, that's a I've big never man in a little room. Holy shit. That's what that is. A big man. So you know man what? It's okay room. that he said Sasha Cephaloso. Then it's not, not such a thing. Yeah, we should just be lucky to have him. That's right. After that. All right, here we go. Hey, man. Uh, I never thought I would have been okay to see IQ go. Um, certainly could do without RJ. So 
Um, but man, what a what a uh, what a whole different look. It just way better defense turning to offense, and you know with Divincenzo out there hustling at heart, it's like we haven't lost a step. So super super excited and uh, gritty. You know they held on in that fourth there down. You know kept it up by four, and then Julius just in bully ball mode. Man, fucking great. They can they just look like a whole different energy on the team right now. So. I'll miss Emmanuel quickly, but uh, this looks pretty damn good, man. Right. It's a hard-on Nick's life, I guess, with the payout. All right. Maybe this is Ralph here? This one looks kind of long. This is Ralph from Austin, Texas. The Knicks won! Wait, what did he just say? Austin, Texas? Who was right, motherfuckers? Who was right? I could have sworn he was in Virginia. (laughs) Who was right? Texas, Texas. Uh, said that like a one. proud Texas Never guy. Never fucking doubt Bobby, me again, Blandy. Uh, was great. Bye. Oh, so this is it, Craig? Yeah, um, it's gonna make for a deadly podcast, but let's hear. Uh, We're all listening so closely to this. Janie, what's Janie going to do? I feel like we shouldn't even be listening to this. I was just hoping for something really inappropriate to start happening between Janie and Ralph. Say something. This is not the best best podcast ever right now. I'm afraid to talk because I think I'm going to talk over the only thing he says. No, there's not much going on right now because it shows me where the, you know, there's nothing. So can you jump ahead to to the to the where to the waveforms? Said he lost his phone in his pants. No. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't leave my phone in other houses. (laughs) Neither do I. (laughs) Who would do that? Why would you do that? There's a whole bunch coming up now, so let's see how this finishes. Does anybody leave their phone in other people's houses for any reason? A lot of noise. Can you back that up? Is he cursing? I don't know. Hold on. Are you horny? <laughs> That's a TV. That's a TV. Yeah. All right, Blandy. I think Ralph's just watching some NBA highlights. <laughs> well, we wanted it. we wanted an inside look into Ralph's life, and we got it. <laughs> oh man, it would have been great if he had like you. 
And she was like, you know, Janie said something like, seriously, why do you have to call those sons of bitches every week or something like that? You know, just something. Give us no. something. Or like, all right, Ralph, it's time for your post-game blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not right. That's not right. Just like Hotepay taught, taught us. <laughs> hey, fellas, it's DB. I'm calling before the Chicago game. It's a weird time for the Chicago game. Yeah, uh, very excited weird. for the last win against the Timberwolves. Uh, the big dummy, he's doing it. He's doing yep. it. Isaiah Hartenstein, Stein. I think he's uh, fucking incredible. Um, he, I'm, I'm marking him down as my favorite white Nick ever. Oh, oh! And boy. I was just thinking about it. Who are the other oh, white Nicks out there? Right? Like, there's. Let's talk about uh, our favorite white Nicks ever. Let's talk about that. Well, he starts to talk. Right talk about. Let's hear who he says. The Busher, but that's well, before Kiki my time. Vandaway is at the top of my list. Kiki, Kiki Vandaway Kiki. is as old there as you. I get. Kiki when it comes Vandaway. to white Nicks, and you got some fucking Steve Novaks and some fucking. Uh, Right. You know, Pablo Prigioni. Is he white? I don't know. He's Spanish, right? Yeah, like, Spanish is white. Not, I don't know. That's not white. Yes, anyway, who is your favorite no, white not. Nick yes, of is. all time? No, it's not. For me, Isaiah Motherfucker. He's Italian, Einstein. too. A big dummy, Pablo's motherfuckers. Italian. Well, that's white. <laughs> Spanish is white. Italian's not white. No, Pablo was Italian. Isn't Hartenstein half black? Yes. Hartenstein is not white. He's German. And he's half black. He's, so he's white. <laughs> talking about <laughs> hard is half black now yeah. to be honest the only true white player that he mentioned was kiki that dude was fucking white if you know what i mean <laughs> who else is it oh what do you Ron mean kiki vanaway is like your white accountant playing basketball <laughs> he was fucking white ron baker is another one ron baker is not on anybody's list I'm just trying to think yeah. of white Knicks. Oh, just white Knicks. Mario Hazonia. Scotty Brooks played for the Knicks. Right? Is Mache Lampe white? I don't even know who that is. Mache? Oh, boy. Come on. You shouldn't be on this fucking podcast, then, <laughs> Blandy. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, Christ. Chris Stapps, obviously. You don't know Mache Lampe. Andrea Bagnani? another one he's italian not white that's white no it's not you're not white you're italian how dare how dare you <laughs> impugn my ethnic group with with that wow is there can you google like list of white knicks uh well you could go on basketball references pull up knicks rosters well, that you know, but it would be easier if there's just already a list of greatest white do they knick have a players. race filter on basketball <laughs> reference it should uh, There's honestly nothing comes up for white Knicks. White players for the New York Knicks. Doug McDermott. Oh, he's a, that's another good one. Oh, there's a good one. Sure. That's not a good one. Come on. He's not well, it's anybody. just a name. It's a, it's a name. We're trying it's to just think of. One. It's hard to think oh. of. They'll got, the, oh, there's okay. not a lot of them. When we, when we were growing when up, were one. there any? David Lee? Besides Kiki? I said David. That was the first one oh, I said. Oh, you did? Yeah, that was the first one I said. David Lee's a good one. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Jorts. Jorts. Uh, what was it, you guys? I'm with two fucking guys who don't know who Jorts is, which is fucking pathetic. Do you guys, you know, guys don't know Jorts? Jorts? Jorts. 
Isn't that when you come in your shorts? No, that's Josh Harrelson. Josh Harrelson played for the Knicks. He was from Kentucky, but he used to wear jorts. So his nickname was Jorts. Oh, got it. He's a good one. When you said Jorts, I thought Chris. uh, I thought Chris. That's who I thought. Here you go. Look at this shit. You want to see a white Nick? I mean, he's right up there with Kiki Vandaway. Right up there with Kiki Vandaway. Shit, why do I feel like we're missing somebody? You see this guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. This is why they call them jorts. <laughs> Jason Kidd. Is he both? Jason Kidd's he one. He's mixed race? <laughs> All right, this is terrible. Do we yeah, have any we other voicemails? Yeah, we do, we do. How many? Well, we have to finish his, first of all. Oh, all right, finish it. Oh, yeah. He'll probably it's get through all these guys. Kiki Vandaway is as old as I get when it comes to white Knicks. And you got some fucking Steve Novaks and some fucking uh, you know, Pablo Prigionis. Is he white? I don't know. He's Spanish, right? Like, account? I don't know. Anyway, who is your favorite white Nick of all time? For me, Isaiah motherfucking Hartenstein. Okay. The big dummy motherfuckers. All right. Yeah, I'm not prepared to name my favorite white Nick of all time. I'd have to give that a lot of thought. Tom Thibodeau. You you could you wouldn't say Kristaps Porzingis? No. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ah. All right, we got one more here. Well, Hi, guys. W- well, let's hold on. The greatest okay. white Nick of all time might be Chris Stapps. No? No, it would be Bill Bradley. Oh, fuck yeah. That's fucking old, though. Or Dave DeBusher. Bill Bradley. You know, I, I really have a problem saying those guys are the greatest Nicks of all time when I never saw them play. He's in the Hall you of know Fame. Chris Stapps, you know Chris Stapps would beat Bill Bradley one-on-one. Come on. It's a different, it's, it's a different time. Well, it is what it is. But is right, Chris Tapsporzingis going to the Hall of Fame? No, but you, those fucking guys couldn't play Maybe. back then, Blandy. They fucking Maybe sucked. Maybe he is. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. Here this we is, go. Is, 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 there a perf- is there a better caller to follow up? Um, the Hartenstein? Than an actual German caller, man? Than DJ? Than an actual German who we know this fucking entire voicemail is going to be about the big dummy. Is that real? Is Hi guys, DJ here. First of all, happy new year uh, to you guys and Do to they your families. The I hope Germany, you, or is you that guys are all well. <laughs> yes, they yeah, celebrate I think, the I, world. I think they do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not a different time of year for them. <laughs> I don't. Are you I don't sure? Think so. Are you positive? This isn't like you know Thanksgiving sure. or something like that. I'm the Chinese sure. have a different New Year. Yes, that's true. That's true. as do Jewish individuals. Right? But. There you go. Oh, um, all healthy now. Um, yeah. Sorry not being here the last couple of months. Uh, I'm very, I was very busy. Um, uh-huh. sure. But sure make you. sure um, I still and always will listen to your uh, podcast and um, number one fan <laughs> till I die. Um yeah, just some <laughs> quick on. thoughts uh, on, on the OG. Yeah. You buying? Are you guys buying that? What? I don't know. DJ, there's no way this is your number one Knicks podcast. 
Just be love, honest. Does he love Macri you more? Got, you probably love Macri next film school, even though, holy shit. Holy shit, did Macri get in a little trouble. Yeah. yeah. I know, for like for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Crazy. Wow. Wait, did you say for what? No, I said for nothing. Okay, sure. Barry has to come to Macri's defense because you guys are buddies. No, come on. Come on. We, we bash no, guys all okay. the time. I'm just saying, the dude doesn't work for a mainstream media company. The, well, the guy's on his podcast and he he threw a little shade at R.J. Barrett's basketball play. And like people are going at him for his opinion on that. Was, I thought it was a little ridiculous. Well, it was really, well, it was also about how he duped ev- him and his family duped everyone. Right. So Knicks fans felt attacked. All right, uh, but you know DJ's got seven other Knicks podcasts before us. <laughs> Come on, DJ. Give us the truth. I'm not about to sit here and rank DJ's favorite Knicks podcasts. I'm going to take him at his word if we're, he says we're his number one. All right. Good. And IQ, RJ trade scenario. Um, when I first heard about the trade, um, I was not in shock. Because I talk about this with my friends, um, and uh, I saw we need some guys like OG and Anobi for our uh, three spot, for a small forward spot, and yeah, it's emotional because it's RJ and it's IQ, and IQ hurts a lot his uh, bench production, but. I still uh, think uh, it's the best way the Knicks have done it. And uh, I'm sure they will do some moves now uh, to the trading deadline for, um, yeah, for the, for the whole IQ gives us. And yeah. And like, like the last couple of games uh, show us, um, Man, is DJ Isaiah off right now. What is happening? Has done such a great job, and <laughs> I'm okay? so proud. We are so proud here in Germany. Um, yeah, guys, I hope it's not too long. Uh, see you soon. Peace. What is he? Are you, are you riding a bike? Why are you so out of breath? <laughs> Maybe he's at work. Maybe he's got stuff going on. Wow. February 8th is the trade deadline, by the way. All right, that's going to do for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardening's life at gmail.com. What? Oh. <laughs> We've been recording the show for 55 minutes, Plandy. That's not my Now you want to sneak in here and do the news? Is there any news that's worthy? There's some There's some decent stuff here, yeah. There's not a lot, so I, it's not, I don't have a lot to do. It's okay, okay you, got on. One, you got one Give to two minutes. We'll, we'll why, are you, pause why, the music. why are you trying to cage this wild beast in? Let him Just roll. Let me do what I got to do. Sure, you edit the fucking show at the end of this, Barry. <laughs> you stay up and edit this shit. Walt Blandy goes on for 25 minutes, and we start talking about I'm not going to go subjects. on for 20 We're not the ones who let a 20-minute Ralph voicemail play <laughs> to with nothing. I'd rather listen to Ralph's three minutes than whatever Blandy's got coming That's up. hurtful. All That's right. just... that, that, is hurt. that hurt me. Yeah, thank you, That hurt Barry. me as a friend. I... <laughs>
of Flandy. <laughs> That's why I mean, we put Flandy at the back end of the show. That's what I right. respect. No so that we can boot him you. if there's not enough time? We could just boot him off <laughs> the show? Let me ask you a question. Let's, all right. Really all right, quickly, you all hear that music. Before I start this, the wait, news before I start this do we now have to retire this i guess forever just have a little patience with barrett he's gonna be more weasley than a ferret I guess we have to yes, retire that. we do however i would love it if you could find something else in there maybe you have to go back and listen to it and see if there's anything else that's relevant oh there's probably are some golden nuggets that we right, just have to find yeah the come on we just on. need to find a different part of it even though i don't know where the where, fuck i don't know where Dr. he's dicky is i think we might have lost him we might have i think we might have lost him to COVID or something yeah where is dr dicky all right, so here he's we gonna go. Call, he's going to call in next week and say we're his number one show. <laughs> Even though here we go. The, uh, the first All-Star voting was uh, released uh, today. I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, leading vote getter right now for the entire league is uh, Giannis. Did you guys look at any of those we, numbers or no? I knew we should have skipped I this I did, show. yeah. No, um, okay, so you got no. Giannis and Embiid and Tatum in the front court, Halliburton and Lillard. And then in the West, you got LeBron, Durant, Jokic, Doncic, and uh, Steph. Um, he, J, uh, Julius Randle's not even in the top 10. What, what are Knicks fans doing? Um, Knicks fans have better things to do with their time. Sure they do. The NBA announced today <laughs> Have you that guys the, fucking voted? Have you guys voted? No. I went to no. do it once, but I then I had to like sign up. And I was like, I'm not- You got to be obsessive that. about it. Yeah. Uh, the Nets- Today it was announced they had been fined $100,000 as an organization for that bullshit game last week against uh, the Bucks at the Barclays where they sat four starters and then played three starters for the first quarter and then rested them the entirety of the, the remainder of the game. Um, Why they do that? Because it says, following an investigation, including review by an independent physician, the NBA determined that four Nets rotation players who did not participate in the game could have played under medical standards. No, laid not out why did they suspend them? Why did the Nets do that? Why? Because I think it was the second night of a back-to-back, and they only played uh, Mikael Bridges for the first quarter because he has like the longest consecutive game streak Active going. Streak. He wasn't happy oh, that's about a, it. Oh, that is that. a fucking, that is a joke. Yeah, he was, he was pissed off about <clears throat> it too. I don't know if he was aware that they were going to do that. Yeah, because now what? Now, if, now that streak has a tarnish. They sat. They sat during. I think Dorian Finney-Smith and Nick Claxton and one of the Cams, and then they played three of them in the first quarter, and then not again. So all right, next. Uh, next, Draymond Green will be returning to the Warriors facility in the next couple of days to get ready to Sweet. resume play. Although nobody knows exactly when that's going to happen. And last but not least, the magic announced that they will be officially retiring Shaq's number 32 next month. He will be the first player in franchise history to have his number retired. Honestly, it's shocking that it took that long. Yeah. Well, he was kind of pissed off. It's already been retired by the heat and the Lakers. That's not, fucking crazy. Not the magic. So they and haven't retired anyone the else's way number. The basketball bounces. Oh wow! So this is gonna be a thing. Boom. This is gonna be a thing that you do. Boom! Just for today and last week. Boom! Done. See, once I got started, it didn't really take too long to get through. So no Penny Hardaway jersey's ever been retired for them? Nobody. 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 On the Magic. Nobody. Penny Hardaway. No Scott Skiles. Did he what, play Penny Hardaway Knicks? is not good enough? Skiles? Scott Skiles. Never. Did he? Did. Yeah. For the Knicks? Yeah. 
there you go. There's another white guy. It all comes back. <laughs> <He> did. <laughs> or we've confused so, him with Scotty Brooks. Going back to your thing about um the All Star oh, voting, that's I thought what we're what I thought Jalen Brunson was going to be like a lock for All Star, but there's like five other guards in the East yeah. that you could make a case for above Brunson. It's that's really Giles never played for the Knicks, oh, and you okay. are right. You are right. People act as if there's no way Brunson doesn't make it. But there but is the East Tyrese is Maxey, fucking stacked with guards. Tyrese Halliburton, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Trey Young. Yeah. All it's five a, of those guys, you can make a case for having better numbers than There's also a push for Derek White, also. Wow. Yeah. I now, mean, his numbers yeah, aren't as good. First but place team, right, but first place right, team in the East, you get a, you get a leg him. up. Yeah. I will say that so Knicks I have do to get feel like the, standings. the NBA will find a way to have Jalen represent the Knicks. Me too. I hope, <laughs> at least. Yeah. I mean, he's, he should have last he, year, and now he, this year he's that good. No, if if but if Julius is gonna make it because that position isn't as strong, that could be a that could be a problem for Jalen again. Well, he is no. Right. They already got their representation. I don't know where he is. Well, look. Part, so part of this is gonna be the Knicks creeping up in the standings. They're in like seventh or eighth place, but there's only like one game that separates them from third or from fourth rather. They got a huge game coming up. Friday night against Philadelphia. This is going to be big, big, big. They're in Philly. Philly's thirteen and four at home. Knicks are nine and eleven on the road. And Joel Embiid is just a beast. He's a beast. The Sixers have the largest point differential in the league, beating their opponents by an Doesn't, average of like ten point two points per game. I think Embiid has had fourteen consecutive games of thirty and ten. I think it's like the longest streak since like Will Chamberlain or something like that. It's insane. Yeah, Knicks right. have got to prove that they can beat some of these good teams. Look, clearly Milwaukee and Boston are a level above where the Knicks are, but I believe the Knicks are on tier with the Sixers. Now they just got to go out there and prove it. Damn. Put OG on Embiid. <laughs> or let's watch Hartenstein fucking tear up Embiid on Friday night. What do you say? Oh, man. Can you, ima- can you, can you imagine Hartenstein getting a block on Oof. Joel Embiid? No, oh, it's probably not going to happen. I'll lose my fucking shit. Lose my fucking shit. Oh, <laughs> he, he looks. Barry's better on COVID than not on COVID. <laughs> wow! There you. Um, Blandy, has that has that person got kicked out of school yet? Um, I think we're all worried about your safety. Not that I've heard of. I think he had a psyche valve scheduled for yesterday, so who knows? Not sure what's going on. All right, guys. Until next time. It is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.